Welcome to this special edition of Daily Vet Life. We are bringing you short interview synopses of presentations from the 2021 AAEP convention. These special editions are brought to you by Zoetis. I'm Kim Brown, editor of Equimanagement. In this episode, we're talking to Dr. Angela Gasser, DVM, DACVS, COHA Translational Research Fellow at the University of Pennsylvania. At the 2021 AEP convention, she spoke on evaluation of autologous protein solution injection for treatment of tendonitis in an equine model. And just a note about her fellowship, the C in COHA stands for Clinical and Translational Science Award, and the OHA is for One Health Alliance. Dr. Gasser received her DVM from Texas A&M University College of Veterinary Medicine in 2015. She then completed internships at Tennessee Equine Hospital and New Bolton Center, followed by a surgical residency. Her research is focused on musculoskeletal disease. Thank you for joining us today, Dr. Gasser. Yeah, thanks. It's great to be here. Well, really, could you just tell us some of the key points that you discussed in this AAP convention presentation? Yeah, so as you mentioned, um, this study that we performed here at, at UPenn um, was looking at the effects of autologous protein solution on tendonitis in the horse. Um, so autologous protein solution, um, one of the, the um, products is commonly that is commonly used is ProStride. Um, so that was formerly um, produced by Al Manor um, and now uh, by Zoetis. Um, but per, for the purposes of this presentation, I'm going to refer to uh, Tolvis Protein Solution as APS. Um, so APS is a, a regenerative therapy or orthobiologic um, that we can um, use the peripheral blood um, to process and concentrate um, levels of anti-inflammatory cytokines, um, as well as interleukin-1 antagonist protein, um, commonly known as IRAP. Um, so APS combines the beneficial effects of platelet-rich plasma, um, which has been studied fairly extensively um, in tendon lesions and has been shown to have beneficial effects on healing, um, with ACS, um, commonly uh, known as IRAP2, um, which has higher levels of that IRAP protein. So APS is, is commonly used in joints and by equine practitioners, um, again, due to those anti-inflammatory properties. Um, and there's several studies showing its benefit for treatment of osteoarthritis. But up until we performed this study, there weren't any studies looking at its um, use for the treatment of tendonitis. So superficial digital flexor tendonitis is extremely common in horses, um, as we all know. And the issues are that these lesions are very slow to heal, so it can take um, you know, eight months to a year for these horses to get back and work. And once they get back into work, this tendon, um, this healed tendon has often inferior biomechanical properties. Um, so it's going to be more prone to re-injury. So I'm sure, you know, lots of equine practitioners that are listening have struggled, um, you know, treating these lesions and, and getting these horses back into work successfully. Um, so regenerative therapies, kind of the idea is to either speed up the healing process and or um, having a tendon that's stronger um, and, and less prone to re-injury. So anytime we um, use these regenerative therapies, we're trying to intervene in that normal healing process um, and decrease inflammation and um, promote better healing. So in the study, uh, we used APS to treat core lesions in the superficial digital flexor tendon. Of, um, so we had eight tendons that were treated with APS and eight tendons that received a placebo treatment of saline. 
Um, and, and both of those treatments were injected intralesionally under ultrasound guidance. And then we followed the lesions ultrasonographically for 12 weeks, um, just looking at the size of the lesion, um, the echogenicity of the fibers, um, and, and sort of the ultrasonographic appearance, which is how we're normally um, assessing these lesions uh, as we get these horses um, through their um, uh, rehabilitation process. Um, so after this 12 weeks, we took samples of the tendons and we performed biochemical, biomechanical, and histological analysis. And basically what we're evaluate, evaluating is um, levels of anti-inflammatory and pro-inflammatory cytokines and um, molecules in the tendon, and then comparing strength um, biomechanically as well as uh, histologically looking at the, the tendon structure and makeup and, and seeing does the APS um, improve this healing compared to just saline. And we also analyze normal tendon. So we are able to kind of compare all three of those um, at the end of or at the end of the study at, at 12 weeks. So the main findings, um, collagen type three was higher in the saline um, placebo treated tendons um, than in APS and normal tendons. So APS, um, the levels of, of collagen type three had sort of returned to normal, um, whereas it was still upregulated in um, the saline treated tendons. So kind of how to interpret this, um, collagen type three um, is upregulated during the healing phases. So normal tendon is made up primarily of, of type one collagen. Um, and this collagen type three is laid down during that um, early healing process. Um, however, the issue with it is it's um, biomechanically inferior. So if we have a lot of collagen type three um, versus collagen type one, um, that tendon is going to be weaker ultimately. So how we kind of interpret this is it seems that APAS is further along in the healing process um, in terms of, of this tendon makeup and, and gene expression of collagen type 3. The other significant finding um, was that total DNA content was higher in saline-treated tendons um, versus APS and normal tendons. So again, that APS-treated tendon um, re returned to a more normal level of DNA content. And DNA content is, is associated with cellularity. So in the early phases of tendon healing, um, we're going to have an increased cellularity um, as uh, the healing processes is going on versus normal tendon is um, not very cellular. So sort of similar to the collagen, um, this is suggesting that the APS treated tendons are further along in the healing process um, versus saline treated tendons. Um, and there were no other significant findings, um, either in histological analysis or other biochemical or biomechanical testing. Um, there were some trends, um, statistical trends toward benefit of APS, but again, we can't really read into those since they weren't statistically significant. Part of the world's leading animal health company with a 70-year legacy, Zoetis Equine is committed to providing horse care products and services that veterinarians and their teams can count on. With trusted vaccines such as Corey-Q and Fluvax Innovator, leading diagnostics like the Staple Lab stall side SAA blood test and the number one vet-trusted equine sedative, Dermosidan, and a portfolio of regenerative medicine devices that includes ProStride APS, Zoetis is always by your side. Be sure to follow Zoetis Equine on Facebook and Instagram today. Um, we did have a few limitations of the study that I just wanted to mention. Um, so the consistency of the size of the lesions between groups um, was a little bit of an issue. So kind of comparing um, those directly 
can be a little bit um, murky whenever the lesions don't start out as the same size. The other thing that is important to point out is this is a, a relatively short study period. So 12 weeks is very early in the healing process when we're talking about, you know, a process of eight to 12 months. So is this speeding or you know, what we kind of interpret as speeding of healing um, by the treatment of APS going to translate to getting these horses back to work um, earlier and having a tendon that's less prone to re-injury. So we would need to perform a study that has a longer follow-up time, um, you know, to sort of determine whether that's the case or not. Um, and the other thing that we need really is, is comparing these regenerative therapies directly to each other. So we can look at um, other studies in the literature on PRP, on stem cells um, used for treating tendonitis, and we can kind of try to interpret our findings in light of that. However, every study has sort of slightly different parameters and different methods of testing. So we can't really um, compare, you know, and say that APS is superior or inferior to say PRP or stem cell treatment. So what we really need is kind of comparing those uh, treatments head to head um, along with longer long-term fo follow-up. Um, so again, seeing if these horses are actually um, doing better in the long run is, is important. Um, so yeah, those are the, those are the main um, findings of the study. So um, sort of some promising uh, results, but again, kind of uh, just the breaking the tip of the iceberg in terms of studying um, the use of of APS for soft tissue injury. Right. Well, I mean, all these have to start somewhere, and that's yeah. like a very interesting study to start. Do you have plans, uh, or do you know of colleagues that have plans to work further into this? I think it's, um, you know, it's on the horizon. We don't have any specific uh, studies planned at this moment, but we know that this is, is a gap, um, you know, in the, the literature and in sort of where to go with this information long term. How do we use to, this information to treat um, horses in, in real practice? So, yeah, I think we don't again, we don't have any studies planned right now, but I, I know that um, it's something that everybody's interested in, in doing down the road. Oh, absolutely. I, I totally agree. Um, was there anything else or questions from the audience that you would also like to add into our discussion today? I think one question that I, I got um, talking to some practitioners at AEP was, you know, how do how do we use this information to dictate um, what we do in practice? And I think the answer is, unfortunately, we don't know yet. So we, we sort of showed that APS um, didn't have an, you know, any obvious detrimental effects, that it did have some positive effects. Um, but we need to be using this clinically, doing, you know, sort of some long-term clinical trials with large numbers of horses um, before we can say that, you know, it's uh, more beneficial than other orthobiologics. So I think, we're, like I said, we're very early um, in the, uh, the study of using APS for soft tissue injury, but that was something that came up a lot. So how would you use this? Um, and I think the it, it would be sort of similar to how you would use PRP. So, you know, within the first two weeks after injury, um, you know, ultrasound guided injection of uh, APS, um, similar to how a lot of people use other therapies like AP, uh, PRP or, or stem cells. Well, we certainly do appreciate you uh, talking to us today about this topic and, and sharing that information with our audience. And I hope we get to talk again in the future about some of your other studies. It sounds like yeah. you're going to be working on some really interesting things and having my old gelding 
the vet just diagnosed him yesterday with a, uh, a tendon injury. So, you know, I'm, I'm even personally interested in this. So veterinarians pay attention, your horse owners care. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So we're, you know, we're constantly trying to, to improve, um, the quality of these horses lives as well as their livelihoods. So their jobs. Um, and so th- there's so many things that we need to, to study and look into um, and the advances that we're making in the field are really promising. So yeah, it's exciting uh, to be a part of it. Well, we, we hope to hear from you again soon, some more research studies. So thank you, Dr. Gasser for joining us today. And a big thanks to Zoetis for sponsoring the podcast. So Make sure you listen to all 12 of these special editions of the Daily Vet Life podcast on your favorite podcast network, or you can go to equimanagement.com to listen to each one of them. And there will be a short article uh, that goes along with it with a player, so you don't even have to leave the page to, to listen to it. So thank you again, Dr. Gasser. Thanks to Zoetis, and we'll talk to our audience again soon. Thank you for having me.